This is Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud. I grew up as a child actor, which means through junior high and high school, I was in a couple of terrible TV shows. I did a slew of stupid commercials. And a couple of years out of high school, I actually co-starred in a movie that won an award for the second worst movie of 1984, only next to a movie called The Baby Eaters. Now, if you want to rent Hard Rock Zombies, I promise in the first 10 minutes, you'll hear the most horrific writing, the worst music, and without a doubt, you'll witness the most pathetic attempts at acting ever caught on film. Now, I could go on and on about the depths of my acting prowess and achievements, but I'm here to try to make a point. One Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock, my agent called me and said I had a commercial interview for a product called Yahoo Chicken. She said to dress westerny, so I slipped on my red check shirt, buttoned up my 501s, and made my way into 405 traffic, headed to Lancashire near Universal Studios. After nearly two hours of bumper-to-bumper madness, I arrived, ready to say my line. They ushered five of us young guys into a room where we were standing in a row in front of the producers and a video camera ready for our big chance. Now, the guy standing next to me is a kid named Billy Bob Scene Stealer or something like that. The guy's not just westerny. He's got on chaps, a holster, guns, spurs, a 10-gallon hat. I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if the guy had cantered in on a horse. Anyway, they point the camera at him and ask him, what's your name? He says, I'm Billy Bob Zine Stealer. And they say, what agency are you with? He says, I'm with Pucker Up and Butt Kiss. And then they say, well, Billy Bob, if you could only have one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? And he says, that's easy. It'd be Yahoo Chicken. Yahoo! And that was the line. He said it enthusiastically. They said, thank you. And then they panned the camera over to me for my turn. What's your name? I said, Gino Andrews. They said, who's your agent? I said, blah, blah, blah. And they said, if you were stranded on a desert island and could only have one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? And before I could answer, Billy Bob steps into my frame, looks right at the camera and says, I'll tell you what it'd be. It'd be Yahoo Chicken. Yahoo! I was flabbergasted, dumbfounded. In that moment, what I call the Yahoo moment, I realized something. I don't want it this bad. I'm not willing to make a Yahoo of myself to get ahead in my career. Now, I never saw the commercial, but for years I've been tormented by the thought that maybe Billy Bob booked. Maybe he got it because he wanted it that bad. Like the people that come here on the Amtrak from the Midwest who grab a map to the stars' homes just so they can go wake up Robert De Niro and ask him to be in his next movie. I mean, there are channels. If you're in this business, there are certain rules. There are proper chains of command. Producer, below that is the director. Below that is the actor. Below that is the crew. Below that is the PA. And somewhere below that is the writer. But yahoos will not be tolerated, right? Well, I've written a number of screenplays, and I've got a comedy now that I think would be perfect for Happy Madison Productions, which is Adam Sandler's company. Now, I don't know Adam Sandler, and unless he's a cult fan of hard rock zombies, he probably doesn't know me either. But one night, a little while back, my cousin was in town with his wife and kids, and we're all hanging out at this little park in Malibu. Just his family and mine, total pitch dark, no one else around, and as we're getting ready to leave, who shows up to the park with his toddler but Adam Sandler? He's with Colin Hanks and some other guy I didn't recognize. Could have been the writer for Hard Rock Zombies. But there it was, an opportunity. And I'm thinking to myself, proper channels or Yahoo moment? So under my breath, but loud enough for Sandler to hear it, I said, there goes the neighborhood. 
To which he chuckled and made some witty banter back, to which I said, you know, there's another park like six blocks away if you're looking for privacy. So as we're laughing and scooping up our tired kids, I came to the conclusion that if I'm going to pitch Sandler on my comedy, it's not going to be in a Malibu sandbox with tired kids who are currently an hour past their bedtimes. But maybe I should have. If you're a fan of laughing out loud on Facebook, I'd love to try something. I want your opinion. Should I have told Sandler, I've been trying to get a script to you and I can't believe how serendipitous this moment is. Maybe I should have asked him for a map to his house. Or did I do the right thing knowing that if he and I meet later under more professional circumstances, shaking hands across his desk at Happy Madison Productions, our witty exchange at the sandbox would be a fun story to bring up as a reference point to the time we actually first met. They say the early bird catches the worm, but there's a fine line between being overtly opportunistic and being an unprofessional yahoo. And I'm not really sure where that line is, but it does remind me of a joke. And what makes this story particularly funny is it's true. Ten years after Rebecca De Mornay did Risky Business with Tom Cruise, she did a movie called The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. It was a revenge picture about a woman who's married to a creepy gynecologist. And the day after I saw the movie, I was hanging out with a couple of friends of mine, and I was telling them about the opening scene of this movie. Now, mind you, one of these friends of mine has the driest sense of humor I've ever known. As a matter of fact, oftentimes he'll say funny things, and I can't tell if he's trying to be funny or if he was really serious and doesn't know how funny he really is. So I start to describe the opening scene to my pals. So the lead chick goes into this gynecologist's office and she's on the table with her legs up in the stirrups, which by the way is a situation most guys cannot relate to. We'd, re- we'd rather be in the dentist chair having our teeth extracted without Novocaine than be in that situation. But I continued. So this woman is sensing that the doctor is a little creepy and he drops his hand down as the camera follows his hand, which dips out of her line of sight below the sheet draped over her legs. We see him take off the rubber glove and he goes into her for the examination bare fingered. And one of my friends said, oh, I heard worse. I've heard some doctors actually pull out their Johnson and stick it in without the woman even knowing it. At which point my other friend says, oh, come on. That's totally unprofessional. That's my joke for this week. Now, don't forget to visit Laughing Out Loud on Facebook and give me your thoughts. Should I have hit Sandler up with my script? Would I have been boldly opportunistic or a totally unprofessional Yahoo? I do know this. I'm Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud.